Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I really appreciate you sticking with us through the break. In this segment, what is a DSCR loan? And why do you, if you're listening and you'd like to be a real estate investor, but you don't know how you can do it, why do you need to know what they are? Don't forget, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions that we answer on air or off air. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas with us if you so choose. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We're available on all major podcasting platforms. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce a very special guest, Joe Fritton. Am I saying that correctly? Fritton? You got it first awesome. try. Awesome. And you know what? I, normally, I would have tried that before I got you on the air, so I'm like, whew, thank goodness I got that right. I like to pronounce people's names correctly. You are a commercial broker. You are the CEO of CRE Lone Wolf LLC, and you and I met because you are doing a DSCR loan for a buyer who is buying one of our listings. Before we jump into that subject, you mentioned to me the other day that you were moving your motorhome. And I know that you're coming to me on this beautiful Saturday from your motorhome as well. Are you living in a motorhome? I just asked because I'm so interested. Someday I'd like to have a little motorhome and I'd like to travel just a little bit. It's a lot of fun. Well, if you go on the YouTube rabbit hole uh, deep dive, you'll find people that are full-timers and part-timers. And I guess uh, at this point I'm going to call myself a most-timer, especially during the uh, snowbird months. Okay. Uh, I am in that uh, motorhome right now, so pardon me for any... Uh, uh, noises of children playing and things like that. So good. So home for you is Michigan. Is that correct? Correct. But yep. you can do loans. You can do loans in Georgia and you can do loans in most states throughout the country. Not all states, but most of them, right? Yeah, uh, I would say a, a great majority of states um, when it comes to commercial lending, the um, uh, federal requirements are a bit looser as long as we're taking good care of people um, staying inside of uh, the... Uh, Following the rules? <laughs> Following the rules, that's what I'm for. <laughs> Following the rules, I totally understand that. Now, so what is the difference in a commercial loan and a residential like a Fannie Mae or a Freddie Mac or an FHA or USDA or VA loan? What's the difference? When we're talking about an investment loan, we are going to qualify the uh, purchase or the refinance of that property based on the the property income, uh, the, the borrower's uh, experience in, in owning and managing investment real estate and things like that. We're not going to need uh, any heavy-hitting underwriting uh, information like tax returns, um, employment uh, verification, all that kind of stuff. It's really based on the asset itself. So a commercial loan is, is either approved or denied based on whether or not the property qualifies for that, not necessarily my credit history or my income. Is that correct? Am I understanding that correctly? For the most part, that's correct. Uh, it is generally a loan product. Uh, we do qualify the borrower in a couple of different ways, especially if we're doing a heavy rehab or something like that. We want to see experience in handling a project like that. Uh, we do want to see um, uh, good credit responsibility in the form of that credit score. And okay, uh, you know, okay. Um, so you've got to have you got to do right and act right. You can't if you haven't paid any bills on time for the last year. You can't expect to apply for a DSCR loan and get approved. So you need to do the right things for yourself financially, credit wise, and then you need to find a property that is a good investment. And I would assume that for these commercial loans, the money comes from either private lending institutions or banks or something like that. It's not coming and being insured by the federal government. Is that correct? Correct. They do get securitized, especially these DSCR loans. 
but they're generally being originated by a direct lender. Yep. Uh, so they underwrite and fund that loan. But uh, to keep themselves capitalized for next month's uh, funding, they go ahead and sell that note to a big uh, institutional note buyer who then goes along and uh, securitizes. Maybe them. slices it up and sells it off to, to bunches and bunches of people. Okay, so what, what this is a big setup for what is a DSCR loan. Tell us what DSCR stands for first. Yeah, happy to. DSCR stands for Debt Service Coverage Ratio. Okay. Uh, to break that down, the income of the rental property uh, covers the cost of the uh, mortgage expenses, the okay. taxes and insurance, and provides a bit of profit to the borrower, a bit okay. of protection there. The borrower needs to make some profit to make it make sense. So let's take let's let's think about this for just a minute. Let's say we've got a property and it um, it uh, the cost on the property would be you know two thousand dollars a month. And so what would the DSCR, what would the debt service coverage ratio need to be today for most people to get approved? I know it's either, you know, like 1.1 or 1.2 or 1.3, which means if we took the 2,000 and let's say it was a 1.1, then that means I need to be able to rent it for 2,200. Is that correct? You've got it uh, basically correct there. Um, that ratio, the programs generally allow flat coverage at one flat for a certain period of time. Uh, there's a couple of tricks that we can use, like an interest-only period for up to 10 years to improve that debt service. Of course, if it's non-amortized, uh, to improve the debt service ratio. But uh, you are correct in the ideal debt service ratio is 1.2 or greater. 1.2? Is that what you said, 1.2? Correct. So yep, interesting. or greater. Interesting. So if you are a, maybe you have a, a job as an employee or maybe you're a real estate agent and you have, you know, good income, but you're not sure that you've got enough money to put 20 or 25% down or maybe even 30% that might be required for some of these investor loans, then a debt service coverage ratio loan might be right for you. Now, let's just say that the par rate for a mortgage loan today for a um, a person buying a home, putting 20% down, let's just say that it was six and a quarter. I know that when I would get loans as investors, instead of paying six and a quarter for an investor loan, I'd probably pay seven and a quarter because there'd be a little bit of a premium because I was an investor. And so for a DSCR loan, I'm, I would imagine they come with a little bit higher interest rate because the investor, in my opinion, is taking additional risk because, you know, they're not necessarily underwriting me the way they would other places. So what would that premium be? So what I'm asking is how much more interest would you pay than you might pay on to purchase a single family home? It's not egregiously much more. Uh, okay. You're on the right track there. The risk profile, uh, the risk exposure for the lenders in this space is a bit elevated. So the rate is a bit higher. Yep. Um, if, if a conventional conforming loan is getting six and a quarter, um, I have seen in recent days the floor rate on some of these DSCR products uh, advertised at um, 6.5. With That's the floor rate. Now, once we go for maximum LTV and maybe we've got a, a credit score that's not you know, above 720 where ideal is, something like that, we're going to get uh, an elevated. I'm seeing most of them come in between, uh, as you mentioned, 7 and a quarter to uh, 4 less favorable situations up to nine and a quarter, something like that. Yeah. But I would assume that nine and a quarter is really risk-based, meaning it's like, mm, this one's barely making it from the numbers or, you know, the person's Correct. credit profile is not the best. So it sounds like for someone who is qualified, 
for someone who is buying a good property, someone who takes care of their financial stuff so they've got a good clean house, it sounds like that these loans could be about the same price as getting an investor loan from Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. I know they're not making the loans directly, but that's where the rates are being set from. So it sounds like there's not a, a lot of additional charge there. If someone, Joe, wanted to reach you, how would they do that? What's the easiest way for them to reach you? And are you the kind of lender that you're happy to discuss kind of any any situation with anybody, even if it turns out they can't do it, you're still happy to have that conversation with them? Yeah, it's always fun to uh, coach folks through, especially uh, if they haven't had their feet in the, in the water uh, too long and they're looking to figure out how to get it done. I can run numbers. I can take a look at properties. We can do everything from new construction, spec builds, um, large multifamily change of use. You know, if we've got a um, an old building with lots of space in it and we want to fill it out for apartments, we can oh, do that. Wow. As long as we've got the experience and the, and the financial wherewithal. Um, I'm always happy to talk about any uh, uh, opportunities that somebody's excited about because that, that's a lot of fun for me too. Perfect. You can reach me by phone or email. Okay. Uh, email being joe at com, and that's loan like a money loan. Okay. And uh, my direct phone number, 202-854-9653. So joe at com. Correct. And phone number one more time. That was 202-854-WOLF. Wow. Two, I would say it again. Say it one more time. <laughs> 202-854-9653. Perfect. I love that. I love that. How long have you been in this business? How long have you been doing these kind of loans? Well, I've got 10 years in custom construction and high-end remodeling uh, with a, a few years of sales in that space as well. Um, so that's what primed me towards uh, customer service and exacting details, things like that. I have been in the... Um, private money investment loan space for, I think this is my sixth year now. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I know that you're representing a buyer. We've got about two minutes left in the segment. You're working with a buyer that's buying one of our listings. And I was sort of triggered because the purchase is in the buyer's own name, but the but the purchase needed to be put over into the LLC of the buyer because I would assume that's the loan, the DSCR loan is to the LLC. And normally that throws up red flags because you can't do that. You can't buy in the LLC name if you're getting a, a loan that's insured by Fannie or Freddie May or uh, Fannie mm -hmm. Mac or Freddie. Freddie May, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, easy for me to say. Um, and, but with you, you can. And when I called you, I just have to say that you were you were very attentive. You got back to us very quickly. You answered questions. You didn't, uh, you know, get your feathers ruffled that we were trying to figure out, hey, what the heck is going on here? Sure. So I invite you, if you're listening and a DSCR loan might be something that you're interested in, I invite you to reach out to Joe. I think you would find the experience to be very good. I think he is would probably do the right things uh, in order to take care of you. So, Joe, um, how are there any, and we've only got about 45 seconds left, are there particular mistakes that you see people make with trying to get a DSCR loan that you could give some little advice on how to avoid them? Well, the first thing for success, thank you for any, recommending folks reach out to me um, as a as a broker and a loan officer and a property investor myself, yeah. it is absolutely invaluable to develop a relationship with a broker or um, uh, a loan officer, yeah. especially your, your realtor, yeah. uh, develop a relationship with somebody that you can count on to return your phone calls and answer your emails and be helpful. I love There's that. so many so, folks out there. And, on and I'm so sorry. We're running up at a hard break. I so appreciate you being here. Yeah. Will you come back and talk to us again sometime soon? 
very happy to anytime. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're talking biodegradable straws and what on earth do they have to do with Metro Atlanta and what are the pros and the cons of buying a real historic home? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.